morning welcome to the all 49ers show we're the all 49ers talent jose sanchez grant cone jose's in his bedroom i'm on vacation can't tell you where i'm at secret location call it cone zone south it's in montana guys montana we're in montana yeah absolutely um so we gotta talk about aaron Rodgers today dude on fs1 what's his name craig carton i don't know how to pronounce his name came out real strong and said hey Watch for Rodgers to the Niners because if the Jets can't pull this off, the Niners can. Um, I'm looking at it like financially. I think it actually would work. I know he has a big cap number, but that's because he signed a, a big signing bonus. For the Niners, I think his cap number would be like $14 million this year. And then after that, he has no guaranteed money on his contract. So um, it could work. Do you think this is – I mean, do you think – how realistic is this in your opinion? Uh, zero. <laughs> it's zero. Not even- it's not even just because of the cap situation. It's not even, although that does hinder it. There's going to be like some hurdles you're going to drop. But, you know, that's always the more more adjustable. And then even if they did, even if they had this year's first and they get next year's first back. So even if they had their whole slew of picks, say all those slew of picks. I see no way on God's green earth the Packers are going to be like, you know what? Let's go to, San- I'll give them to San Francisco. Let's give them to someone in the conference. Let's give them to a historic rival, a team that's been whooping our butts. Years after years, let's just go ahead. Let, let, let's go ahead. And let Aaron Rodgers go back home. Which, by the way, did you know he grew up a Niners fan? Yeah. Is that true? Is that true? I don't know. It's big if it's true. Wow. <laughs> so imagine if they, there's there's no way they would rather let him. Ret- I think they would rather let him retire than even entertain a this year's first, next year's first, and th- and first after that from the 49ers. There's just, I just, there's just, I personally wouldn't do it if I'm the Packers. I don't see them doing it by chance. That's that's really just dumbs down to that. Even before you even consider salary cap and the draft picks it's just it's just no especially was it what was it last year was it lafleur got like offended or was it two years ago about like two years kyle ago. joking on the uh on the phone in his office so like that lafleur's like what the hell man like, what was up with that so that's there's just there's probably just something that's like no you are x out that's why it's going to the jets right get him out of the division get him out of the conference especially and there's no link and we're good but the holdup is that the jets aren't offering enough clearly the packers want more from the jets so maybe the packers could use the 49ers as leverage to drive the, the Jets price up. But if the Packers want more, let's say the Packers want more than the Jets are offering. The Packers think Aaron Rodgers is washed and old and a, a pain in the ass and they don't care where he goes. Maybe they feel like, you know what, if the Niners are going to offer more, he'll be their problem. We don't freaking care. Go to San Francisco. Go have your little homecoming. You know, make it a, a big dramatic thing and fail. And we'll take the more draft picks from you. Um that's the only way I could see it if they really don't care and they're not threatened by it, which is possible. I mean, the way they've been kind of treating him this offseason, they take a huge dead cap hit one way or another. I think they just want to be done with this guy. I think that's why they would just hold him because I think it's like, we're just going to hold you hostage, buddy, because we know you're going to retire. Because, again, like you said, we're, we're going to take what they're doing right now. That's what they're doing right now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Plus, right. but I don't blame the Jets for holding up because I'm pretty sure the Packers are like, what's up with the first? And it's like, hey, what's up with Aaron Rodgers saying he's 90% retired? Like, no. Why would I do that? How, how about no? No, come on. Let, bring Work with us because this guy can retire after this year. Let's say he gets all like pity party. You know, we already talked about how much of a drama queen this guy is. Imagine it doesn't go well. Imagine they go like nine, ten wins in their first round exit and he starts kicking and screaming again. Or the Jets can be 10 and 7 and miss the playoffs. The AFC is stacked. The AFC East is going to be better with him in the, in, in, with the Jets. 
So that actually leads me to another point of why like the Niners pick isn't so attractive is because they're already picking top four. If let's say if they weren't picking first this year, they're already picking top four anyways. You're gonna put Rogers there. You think that's gonna go fall any less than like I mean, excuse me, bottom four. You think it's gonna fall less than like six, like the 26 pick, 27 pick? I don't think so. The Jets at least have a chance to still teeter around 20th because the division's relatively tough. And the whole conference is tough. They could be a first round and done even with the Rodgers. I mean, a lot the Niners have better way of advancing with the Rodgers than the Jets do because just based on the division and the conferences. So I, well, I let's look at let's look at this from the Niners' perspective and not the Jets' perspective and not the Packers' perspective. I mean, from the Niners' perspective, if they're seeing the Jets sort of fail to to close the deal with Aaron Rodgers, don't you sort of owe it to yourself as an organization to say, hey, guys, we're going to have a meeting tomorrow at 9 a.m. and we're going to talk about whether or not we need to call the Packers and make an offer. Like, don't you have that meeting? And don't you, isn't it like at least three hours long and people make impassioned arguments on both sides? Like, this is something they got to do. I mean, it, it's not even like what you want to do. It's like you owe it to your franchise. Quarterbacks like this aren't available very often. You call yourself a contender. You know you don't have a quarterback. Like, you got to at least consider it. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely consider it. Yeah, you definitely gotta consider it. I mean, it makes and if if it's possible and you're able to make it fit, I, I definitely would advocate for the four ers to get him, even if it is only for a couple years. I mean, hopefully a couple years. If you get a couple years at Rogers, that's swell because I think that's that's it. Probably- Take two, one I- freaking one. If it's a Super Bowl, one and done. That's all you need. Yeah, if they win the Super Bowl this year and then he retires after, it's like, you gave up all that. It's like, yeah, but they won it. So, like, we can't Because they, both- they could say, like, look, you know, this allows Brock to take the whole year off and come back slowly. I mean, Brock still, we still love Brock. He's 22 years old. He's coming off a serious injury. Now there's no rush. There's no pressure. He can see Aaron Rodgers play. I mean, they could sell it. Honestly, if they do this, no one's going to be upset. Uh, no fan is going to be mad. No content creator is going to have the guts to come out and say it's a bad deal. It'll be like a, a national, it'll be a local holiday in the Bay Area if the Niners trade for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, depending on what they give up, it's like um, this is the cost of what you do to get an elite quarterback, all right? And as, even though he's obviously on the downside, the back end of his career, he's still damn good. He's an upgrade. He's a massive upgrade over they have already on the roster. It'll help yeah. him a lot. And you know what else? He stay. He gets. He stays healthy. I mean, sure, he's missed like a game or two, probably the last what is it, like two seasons or whatever, yeah. if that. But yeah, he stays healthy. He knows how to move. He knows how to get down. He knows how to get the ball out of his hands. He's perfect. The, the only issue is, like you've mentioned before. How those personalities gonna mesh with him and Kyle Shanahan? Right. That, I mean, he's already—he was already like giving nice little noogies to Lafleur yeah. the last few years. Albeit Lafleur was a newcomer head coach, Kyle Shanahan has more of like assertiveness, I would say, and maybe more prestige. Yeah. That maybe Rogers does say like, "All right, this guy's more. This guy's like the like pretty much the master of this system that I was in. Maybe like, maybe he reels it in if that was the case. He comes he, he comes into the four years in that sense, but I think that would be the the real question about how yeah. those gonna mesh. Because other than that, he should. Right. Fit in like a glove in the offense. Right, because if the Niners trade for Aaron Rodgers, it would kind of signal big-time growth in Kyle Shanahan because Kyle Shanahan is a micromanager. And if you bring in Aaron Rodgers, what you're signaling is you're not going to do that anymore. You got, a, you got one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and you're sort of handing over the reins and saying, you know what, I'm taking my ego out of it. I just want to win. And Kyle hasn't really shown that. Sean McVay did that with Matt Stafford. You know, he had like a run first micromanaging system with the jet sweeps and all that motion and stuff. And then he was like, you know what? I scored three points in the Super Bowl with that. Let's get Matthew Stafford and wing it. And that's what nine, uh, Kyle hasn't been really willing to do. If he brings in Rodgers, I think it would, be, it would signal growth. And that's why I don't think he will, man. I think he wants, you know, three quarterbacks on the roster who make no money, who all call him like, you know, who all look up to him and, ha- and never disagree with him. And he can 
just order around. I think that he loves that. And I, he's not under the pressure to win a Super Bowl. It's not like Jed York's like, dude, what the hell? He, I think Jed York's like, man, I love these playoff games and all this media tension. I don't think there's any pressure on Kyle to do anything differently. Nope, not for Super Bowl. Yeah, because York, I mean, I've been I've been saying for the past years, like, dude, Jed, what, what's Jed, you always ask, what's Jed York going to say or think about Kyle? Like, I don't think he cares because he just wants to be in the in the spotlight, the positive spotlight, being one of the top teams because it just prints cash. Super Bowl is like a, bl- a plus, but where he's at right now, he's more than fine to be stationary. Joey Mellon says, do the Niners even have the assets to trade for AR? Well, it, it's relative. It sounds like the Jets are trying not to offer too much. And what this Carton guy said is, you know, you could give up all your third-round picks this year. You got three and a first-round pick next year. And maybe you could put a player in there if you needed. I don't know. But that's what the Niners essentially could offer. Three threes and a, and a one next year. The first is not going to get it done. I, I refuse to believe it's going to be a first at all. And no team should give up a first for Aaron Rodgers. Especially, I mean, the Niners should, could, if they had theirs. Because, like, who cares? It's it's a 28th pick, right? Who, who cares yeah. if it's a 28th pick? Vincent says, Rodgers is a cancer I'd rather lose with Trey Darnold. I'd rather sure. lose. You'd rather lose? That's strange. That's I, strange. Losing isn't fun. No, it's not. Okay. All right. So we discussed Rodgers, but... Oh, also, one more thing about the Rodgers thing before we move on. I think one thing that people always come to with the Rodgers thing is, hey, if you're going to talk Rodgers, how are you not talking Lamar Jackson? Which is a fair point. I mean, Lamar Jackson is like 15 years younger than Aaron Rodgers, and he has missed some time the last couple of years, but still, he's in his 20s. He's been an MVP. He's one hell of an athlete. Um, why won't they have that conversation? Uh, I guess... Um... I guess because I don't know. I actually read. I think also what was um, someone's that uh, article that like about like everyone views Lamar Jackson's win loss record in the playoffs is bad because he's like one in three or something like that. He's one in three and his game's not sustainable. Which that's one thing I, I believe too is like his, his game is not too sustainable. He keeps getting hurt. But ultimately, I think for the 49ers, it's like do the talking point to get to this guy is like two firsts and like it's, I, I think ultimately it's just the contract. They don't want to be tied up to so much money into that con, so much money into a guy who's already on a, on a nice little pattern. Looks like it's starting that he's getting hurt. And if you're the 49ers, it's like, dude, I'm tired of like these Kirk quarterbacks. Even if that was just two blips, which I still think he'd be worth the fire on. Like, why not just just do it? But I just think ultimately they don't want to be tied up too much into the cap and like and the potential picks that could come with it. I think I look. I just think they're scarred. I think they're scarred with all the players who come injured, and it seems like it'd be more safer to go with the Aaron Rodgers route. That same reason why Brady was on the table. He doesn't get hurt. It's like I'd rather take the guarantee of this guy who's less and no picks than all this money and potential picks to a guy who might get hurt down the line. Also, I don't know that the Niners can afford Lamar Jackson. I mean, think about it. He wants a fully guaranteed contract. He's a quarterback. He's good. that's a lot of money. And you have to have that money in cash. You got to put it in an escrow account. Mm-hmm. The Niners are, they're wealthy, the Yorks, but they also have a lot of their money tied up in investments. You know what I mean? Like Leeds United. I mean, they're proud of it. They talk about the 50 highest, you know, biggest investments the 49ers make. Do they have 200 million in cash, 300 million in cash to put in an escrow account for Lamar Jackson? Uh, how many teams do? I don't know. I think so, they already don't. I don't know that the Niners can even afford Lamar Jackson. That might be part of what's going on here. I wanted to ask at the owners' meetings, uh, John, would you ever give a fully guaranteed contract to a player? But everyone was fighting for questions about the Niners, and that's like a broad question. I didn't get a chance. But one day I'd like to ask – I think it's a good question to ask every general manager. Would you ever give a fully guaranteed contract under any circumstances? 
That's why Deshaun Watson really, the Browns really messed it all up with that contract. It's like everyone, I think that's why I keep saying like all the owners, like that's why I don't really fully believe it's occluded. It's like, dude, all the owners are just pissed at the Haslam's, the Browns. It's like, dude, you idiot. Like what Adam Sandler would say. Like, <laughs> Do you understand the implications of what you just did? Like, are you stupid? Like you screwed us all. Now, it's But like, I think from the Browns perspective, it's like, guys, the, the league is going this direction eventually, like inevitably. Like, get with the times. If it wasn't us, it's going to be someone else. Like, stop dragging your heels. But at the same time, it didn't exactly work out for the Browns. Like, Deshaun Watson looks like he's not what he was. It's like the Browns press fast forward 10, 5, 10 years down the lines, and the NFL is like, why'd you do that? Especially him? You're going to make him the example? Because now you have, like, half the, half the quarterbacks in the league who have a case to say, hey, I'm better than that. At least I'm a better yeah. person at the very least. So it's like, yeah, give it to the wrong player. It's true. It's like, hey, man, I don't have 27 lawsuits against me. How about, yeah, Joey Mellon says apparently no one can afford Lamar. Do y'all think Rodgers is washed? I mean, is he washed? Like, look at his numbers last year. Compare, compare him to the Niners quarterbacks every year since Jeff Garcia. Like, it's Down no. Here, good. Yeah, I mean, he's still one of the 10 best quarterbacks in the league. All right. Why are the Niners constantly involved in quarterback rumors? I mean, every freaking time a quarterback is available, it's like, oh, the Niners could be interested. It's, it's pretty annoying, but also fun for us because we get to talk about it. But I can say from a fan's perspective, it's like, dude, just shut up already. It's, I'm tired. I'm annoyed. But like, hey, even even if it's legitimate or not, which it seems most of them are not legitimate. But either way, it's still something to talk about. Fans, do not get annoyed with the people who are mentioning them and being rumors. Blame your team because the team is the reason why all these guys are the, the instability at quarterback. It's a circus show. It's practically a guarantee that every year and that the only reason why your those quarterback rumors being attached again, legitimate or not, it's because there's no answer there. You don't see teams like the Chiefs, Chargers, Cowboys, Bills, Bengals, Eagles, and so many other playoff teams get mentioned in these rumors. Why? There's no instability there. Just last week, I mean, just last week, just last training camp. You know what? You know what? Uh, what, what put the cherry on top about how bizarre and how much of a circus show quarterback position is for the 49ers? They had Jimmy Garoppolo 20 yards away throwing next to Trey Lance on the other side of the field, getting his own workout in. The guy who's just replacing Garoppolo. So the, everything's always bizarre with this team and the quarterback position. Everything is always to a T precise, except for quarterback. They can't figure it out. So until you can figure it out, this is their own doing, and it's deserved. And what's funny about the Niners is, like, the reputation is, man, they're a quarterback away. And if they could just get the quarterback – they'll are. they'll win the Super Bowl. But and they also say like, man, it's the perfect place for a quarterback too, right? Cuz you got all these weapons, you got this defense, and yet at the same time it's like the worst place for a quarterback because there's super high expectations. If you lose, it's your fault. And man, you're going to get hurt like most every single guy, guy does. So it's like it's it's a gift and a curse. It's a it's a blessing and a all I mean all that. It do you really want to play quarterback for the 49ers? Your stock might go up for like a month or two, but I don't know. It's just it's just not the good place to be like a young and up-and-coming quarterback. And I mean, like, no. I think when we talked about last week, like, do the 49ers, like, what was it, like, Fort regret tra- with Trey Lance or should they have done something different? And I think, like, I remember one of my – um, I remember when we were talking about Trey Lance when he first got drafted, or no, the process of who the 49ers are going to take, Mac Jones, Justin Fields, all that stuff. I personally was saying Justin Fields because it's like – 
look, all these quarterbacks have more experience than Lance. You want to trust a guy who's like who's still kind of like raw. So I think when you're when you're a quarterback, you want someone who's already like we don't have to do too much with you. We already know what you are, and hopefully you get a little better, and hopefully the talent around you uplifts you better. The same way the Eagles did, right? It's like all right, Jalen Hurts has all this playing time. We hoping like we we, we put him into the offense. He gets a little better ongoing, and the talent around him, AJ Brown, other pieces they put to make him better, right. uplifts him, and, and it works. Yeah, you know it works. So that's that's the thing. It's something that that there's already something to work with, not something that's like a complete mystery that we have to unsolve as we peel as we keep continue to peel back layers to see what you are. Yeah, and it's funny. Like the the Eagles made their quarterback the uh, center of their franchise. We're gonna. We're going to make Jalen Hurts a franchise quarterback. It's the most important thing. The Niners are like, man, we just need a guy. We just need a guy who can win right now. We don't want to develop anyone. Like, man, we're so good. Can we just get a quarterback who's competent? It's a whole different attitude, right? It's like this impatience and this frustration. And it's like they're entitled to a quarterback that's on their level. When It's like that takes time. It's like it's – like uh, making wine, you know what I mean. You have to. It's a very delicate process. It takes a long time. And the Niners aren't. They're over there making like root beer. You know what I mean. Can we just get a drink right now? I'm thirsty. That's how they're doing it at quarterback. So every, there's like all these quick fixes, right? It's got all these. It's always a quick fix at the Niners uh, at quarterback for the 49ers. And that's. I mean, Joe Montana wasn't a quick fix. That took three years. Steve Young took freaking four or five years. Like, I don't know. Winning's a drug. And after the, yeah. I think after you got Brock Purdy on that eight, the Winning's fact that he didn't drug. lose, and again, the fact he didn't lose, it was on a playoff team. He actually played well, elevated the offense, and actually won multiple playoff games. It's like, oh hell no, we can't go back to Trey now. We, also, we hold on, you said winning's a drug. You said winning's a drug. Remember, this team went two and fourteen, and then they went one and ten before Jimmy came here. So that was three and twenty-four. There was a three and twenty-four stretch where the Niners were like really disgusting, like the worst team in the league. And then since then, there's been, you know, in, they've been in the mix with Scotty Fox on Cameo, but they haven't won the Super Bowl. But it feels good once after following a three and twenty-four stretch. That's two years of being awful, terrible. Terrible. So that's why he always attacks the Kirk Cousins and stuff like that. It's like he's already proven we can just put him in. I know he has his flaws, but my hope is I can play call things and other talent around him will bridge that gap and make those inconsistencies not as not as inconsistent. I guess say what he would say, making sure his flaws always not always there. Yeah, and it's like also the Niners can say whatever they want to say at quarterback. Like, oh, we like our room. We like our. We it's it's cheap. It's young. We got three guys. Like. Mm-hmm. As long as you're a win now team and a contender, and you don't know who your quarterback is, like people are going to have these conversations regardless of what you want to do. And 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 this isn't necessarily this is a decision you have to make. Aaron Rodgers is available. It's not really up to you. What's the best thing for your franchise? And if you don't make it, like then it's just another list of quarterbacks you passed on because you know so far the list is what is it? Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, guys you could have had but didn't really either pick or, or make a, a, a aggressive enough move for that's three and all of one of one all of them have won super bowls since you passed on them so here's number four aaron Rodgers. if you don't want him where's he gonna go is he gonna win a super bowl there you gotta have that conversation you've already messed this up three times so that's why they're in it because they don't have a quarterback no matter no matter how much they say they like brock purdy let's talk about trey lance though what do you think is 
project the rest of Trey Lance's tenure. What do you think is going to happen? Is he going to get traded in three weeks? Is he going to be here for three more years? Is he going to be here for ten more years? Uh, I don't believe he's going to get traded this year, and I don't think it makes sense to because they really need to keep someone who's familiar with the offense, and they can't just give up on a pick who they spent three first round, <laughs> three first rounders on that quickly. I mean, and plus even if they traded him now, what's his worth? Like a day three pick, so it's not worth it. Just keep him aboard, just keep building him up, and then if God forbid he doesn't play that great in like the first two to six game, however many regular season games he gets, at least like maybe some team who's in the dumps, needs a quarterback, sees that, and be like, hey, Niners, we'll give you a second-round pick for him. And they might say yes in the middle of the season. But how I see it, I think his exit – I think he's going to exit from the 49ers after this year is going to be via trade. And it might either be what I just suggested, either midseason or after the season. And it's just because <laughs> I don't – as much as I really want to believe that he's going to take the most of his opportunities, I just think everything's too stacked against him. And I'm someone where it's like, when there's so much stacked against you, you compete against Darnold, which is not much. He should beat him, but still, I don't. What if Kyle's like viewing things differently in practice um, and in training camp? I mean, he already has the. He doesn't have a great supporting cast around him in terms of belief. That's why you had the rumors. That's why they had to talk to the 15 people core. Like, hey, this is not Jimmy's team. This is Trey's team. And I wonder how long he's really going to perform well in the regular season if he even gets there, because they could always just reinstall Brock. There's so many things that have to occur to things go right. And so few things that can just go wrong that just takes him out that I think ultimately the Niners are going to end up training him. I think this is what's going to happen. There's too much against him. He's not going to get enough opportunity. The Niners have already said, like, hey, we're not interested in developing him anymore. If he gets out there and beats Sam Sandarno, great. He'll hold it until Brock Brock uh, is ready to come back. Unless he doesn't look good, then all of a sudden he's just gone. I think ultimately he's going to get traded. He's going to go somewhere, which at that point you got to wonder who, who, what teams can they is he going to debut for. So I, I think his ultimate end with the 49ers is not going to pick up his fifth-year option. He's going to get traded. I mean, if the Niners can find, like, a real solution at quarterback, they'll trade him. But they have to prove that they can get that guy and keep him healthy. Like, they couldn't keep Brock Purdy healthy. They don't know what – they might have broke him. Maybe maybe it's Sam Darnold. But if it's not, I just feel like they have to at least give Trey a chance because he, he might – no matter what they think of him, he might give them their best chance to win this year. I mean, Sam Darnold and Brock Purdy coming off this injury, like with no offseason at all. Trey Lance might give them their best chance to win this year. So until they know for sure that Sam Darnold's going to be a winner for them or Brock Purdy's 100% back and everything they thought, it's very risky. And I know mm-hmm. some teams will, will, will do it. Like the, the Eagles, they don't seem to care. Like they, some teams, when they make their mind up, they just move on. But the Niners aren't that way. Like they held on to Jimmy forever. It seemed like Kyle Shanahan was down on him for a long time, but they still wouldn't trade him and they were kind of scared to move on they even brought him back last year and I think they were afraid like even though we have our evaluation to him there's a chance he goes somewhere else and proves us wrong and we're afraid of that and I think the only reason they didn't bring him back this year is because they financially couldn't afford to I don't think they actually would would have been against it because he is their safety net and now they don't have it and I think that's kind of scary to them so yeah, you could say you don't like Trey Lance and he's trash or whatever, and you don't want to develop him. But do you, are you really willing to trade him to a team that might make him good while you have no answer at quarterback? Like, I just don't think the Niners have the courage. I don't think they have the guts to do it. They didn't with Jimmy. Yeah, just you could say it's the right thing to do though. Yeah, it was. And you, th- yeah. I think they might have even burst some bridges before the season even ended a little bit. Just yeah, gone. it I seemed like it. Like they, they both knew. I think Jimmy knew he was going to get a contract with the Raiders or something that he didn't need the Niners anymore. I think the Niners knew he wasn't coming back, and I think they kind of – it was a little bit of like, you know. Yeah, the writing was on the you. Water. Yeah, yeah. The Raiders like months before, but – I would think so. <laughs> I think yeah. that, that's what makes this, this whole quarterback position like a circus show back to the even almost the last topic is 
there's just so many avenues, so many ways that this quarterback position can play out, and we won't figure it out until the first step, OTA begins. How are they looking? Okay, here come. It's almost like a little precursor, and then training camp, and then from there, from training camp, it's like, where's Brock at? How's Trey doing? Is Trey playing well? Is Darnold playing well? Who's playing bad? And there's, there's just so many, I guess, streets, so many things that can occur, and it's like, dude, not many of these give you a nice confounding and a nice, a nice good firm answer. And it's like, this is, what do you, what are you guys yeah. doing? And it's like, it's like all the, all the mistakes from the past, like you said, the indecisions, the impatience, and it's like. This is why you're at where you're at. It's it's, it's unstable. It's an unstable spot. I, I and the thing that's crazy with Trey is I can't compare him to any quarterback situation no. ever. Like we're gonna talk about Darnold a second, and I got a real good comparison for him, like historical parallels. But for Trey Lance, a guy, a team traded up into the top three for that's quite a commitment. I mean, didn't just trade up to ten, traded up into the top three, and then is really considering trading this guy after four starts in two years because not because he didn't play well, but because he got hurt and they really liked the last pick in the draft who played well for eight games and also got hurt. I mean, this is unprecedented. I can't think of anyone else this has happened to. So, uh, I mean, really, you could say there's a possibility. He starts week one, um, plays well, wins keeps the job for a long time, and we all look back at this as, wasn't that really weird when everyone was trying to write off Trey Lance after four starts in two years? Like, that was really weird. Remember that time when everyone thought Brock Purdy was going to take the job, even the people on the team? Like, it could be, like, a quaint, charming memory. Or, this really could be the end for Trey Lance right now. Like, he could get traded in three weeks. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Possibly, yeah. That's why I think, the way you said, if he plays well, if he gets that week one start... And literally, the ball's in his court. The ball's in his hands, and he just keeps it for as long as he wants. And it's going to be a huge if. I just wonder how much they're really going to, like, again, support around him. It's more distrust in, like, things around him than it is so much in him because I still don't know much about him and what he can do because he hasn't – I haven't seen him. He hasn't played. Yeah, and it's interesting. A team that would be interested in training for Trey Lance would say, you know, Kyle Shanahan's a really respected offensive coach, and he's giving up on this guy. There's a lot of talent there, and he didn't have instant success. That's scary. On the other hand – He's 22, and he's only started four games, and they and they weren't even bad starts. So um, that might be a guy you'd want to you, you you feel like you could um, work with, resuscitate, revive. Detroit. Sam Darnold is Sam Darnold the next Alex Smith? Let me let me let me just point out the parallels. Alex Smith in his first from 05 to 2010, he missed 2008, but that's like five years. He was awful. I mean, he lost like 34 games. He threw like 50-plus picks. In a lot of ways, he was Sam Darnold. He was uh, a high pick with a lot of pressure on a bad team, trying to justify the pick, trying to do too much, and and committing turnovers, and really getting pushed out for bums like Troy Smith and David Carr. And People thought he was trash. I thought he was trash uh, for a long time. And then Jim Harbaugh came in, and all he did was – Boost his confidence. Put a good team around and boost his confidence and say, dude, stop doing too much. Don't think of yourself as the first pick in the draft. Just be a freaking game manager and stop turning the ball over. And Alex Smith got the message, and he ended up having a viable career as a starter. A good starter who won a lot of games. Sam Darnold's in a similar situation. Was on a bad team. Tried to do too much. A lot of different coaches. Bad coaches. Uh, he's, he's right about that, that age where Jim Harbaugh got Alex Smith. A little bit younger. Now, Kyle isn't exactly Jim Harbaugh, and Kyle is pretty negative. But I don't know. All of a sudden, you got you give him a good team. 
What do you think? It's always possible, right? I just... Manage the game, Sam. Manage the game. Please. (laughs) I, 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 I... I just, I just don't think because look, even seeing some of a lot of like some Panthers games, surprisingly, I watched like a, a decent amount of Panthers game fantasy wise. Uh, it's just like it's just watching Sam. Just, Sam always has so much boneheaded. Like, what are you, what are you doing there? Like, wh- why'd you throw that? Or yeah. why can you do better? But then he does have some wow moments. It's like, okay, that's the guy at USC I saw that beat Penn State in that Rose Bowl ever since it's so many of the games. Because I, I look, I really thought Sam Darnold was gonna be the first pick in that draft, not Baker Mayfield. And I thought he should have. And my God, thank God he wasn't, because <laughs> everything's just looking bad from there. So I, I think, look, yeah, it's definitely going to, being with the 49ers is definitely going to help him more than he ever was with the Jets and the Panthers, you know, better head coach, better offensive, better everything, right? Well, again, Adam so- Gase, Matt Rule, I mean, God, like, that's Adam terrible. Gase, Matt Rule, my Matt NFL. Rule? Oh, I'll take Matt Rule over Adam Gase is a little better, but either way, I mean, a little better. Adam Gase, man, come on, dude. The guy was turn taking- sandwich. It's Fair. like, yeah, one way or another, like, either one. Yeah, I'm not. I think yeah. I, I think there's no better place, again, reclamation project. And, again, Dan Darnold could do better because he already has experience. There's not too much they have to work on it on. And the flaws are that, uh, that are about him are as clear as day. They got enough mm-hmm. tape on him. It's like, all I got to do is work on this one or two key areas. And then, hey, Sam, just don't do too much. Don't throw turnover. Don't throw picks. And even if you go back last year, he finally brought his interception percentage down a little bit. It was just astronomical forever. And last year was like average. And if you look at Purdy, Purdy was average with his interception percentage last year. I mean, he was average with his yards per game. What made him good? He was just he was just managing the game. And then when he got in the red zone, he was throwing touchdown passes. Unlike Jimmy Garoppolo, if Sam Darnold can do that, like average two hundred and thirty yards a game. Uh, don't throw a bunch of picks, but convert in the red zone, dude. You keep you could make a lot of money on this team, man. I mean, that's all. That's really all Brock Purdy did. He wasn't throwing for three hundred yards a game. It was like two hundred and ten yards and three touchdowns. I just wonder how he's gonna fare if like the open read isn't there or something like that, and like and things are gonna have to like. All right, how are you gonna? What happens when you got to switch from two to three or plays like down pocket? That's why I think it's like because Purdy you know did well with that. He did amazing with that, and it's like, and, yeah. it's, and can Sam actually challenge deep? Because I think another thing that Purdy did that was so good is like he would take the shots deep just to keep, even if it missed, it kept the defense a little more honest. And just like it, it was like, now we gotta defend every blade of grass. We're not just gotta defend middle of the field or the flat. Right. It's like, my God, you're, you're making us be on. We gotta think of everything now. So that's another thing about quarterbacks. Like, hey, just because it was a completion doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't mean you weren't pushing the defense to get thinking. Because the more you get a defense, a, a player thinking and uh, not using their instincts. It's it gives advantage to you. You're you're burning an extra second on their clock, so I just wonder how Sam gonna do from that aspect. It's like all right, great, it sounds good, but all of a sudden now we're getting like Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0. True. I just want to say that this was a lot of the the conversation with Alex Smith ten years ago. That's you know when when I mean when Jim Harbaugh got here, Alex Smith had started like fifty something games. He had a I mean he was way under five hundred. His TD to INT ratio was like below one. I mean. He, people thought Jim Harbaugh was crazy to keep him, and all Harbaugh Hell said yeah, was, he, people was like, what, what, are you, what are you talking about? Alex Smith is a really good quarterback. He kept saying that. Manning that year? Well, that was the next year. I know, well, he, but it's like he went thirteen and three with Alex Smith that year. Everyone was like, man, Jim Harbaugh is a miracle worker, and all he did, I mean, that team was, it was very similar to the teams in the past. All he did was have a little bit better scheme and say, Alex, don't lose the game. Your job is to not lose the game. 
So Darnold, I, that yeah. first year, Jimmy Harbaugh, that was the lockout year. Remember, he couldn't talk to yes. anyone, OTAs and stuff like that. So I was like, damn, you got this guy expedited. That was nuts. Coach of the year. Coach of the year for that. And if Kyle could do that with Sam Darnold, he'd finally be coach of the year too. And it's like there, there are similarities in the situation. I think this team is every bit as good or if not as good as the – if not better than the one in 2011, although that offensive line was great. But it just it's just Kyle actually building up a quarterback's confidence. And I don't know that he can do that. It's not necessarily what he like. He and his dad have had success with coaches who already have conf, uh, quarterbacks who already have confidence. Steve Young, John Elway, Matt Ryan, um, quarterbacks who lack it. I don't know. I guess we'll see. That's what Kyle has to do. Tell him you like him, and he's trying, right? He's saying, "Hey, man, he's got as good of a skill set as any quarterback I've seen." That's that's a good start. Keep telling him that, because that's what Mike McDaniel does for Tua. It worked. Tua was broken. Shreddy Murphy says Niners been unmarried too long and now expectations are too high. Not impossible to find the one, but better to build with good prospects. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. Yeah, you. T- how do you maintain being uh, single so much with so many women always hitting you up, man? I mean, you could do it. You're like the Kyle Shanahan of the of the dating game right now. <laughs> Jose's like, shut up. Monsatore says, Grant, if you're Trey, what list of things to work on did you take to quarterback coaches in the offseason? Name three. Love the show, PT Tub. Jay Sanchez is a beast. You're a beast. Yeah, yeah. You. Uh, that, that front leg locking thing that Jalen Hurts used to do, that Trey Lance does, he needs to get a more fluid delivery. Um, it's a little out of sync. So he that because that'll improve his accuracy on the short That's throws. That's what makes the ball sale, right? It is. It is, yes. Because, yeah. <clears throat> it just means your lower body is, is, is ahead of your, your – your upper body's dragging. Your lower body's ahead of it. And so your release point is back here instead of out in front, and the ball's going to go up and high. That's yeah. why he missed that – what was it, Tyler Croft, right, in the, yeah. in the Bears game? Yeah. You know and the only way to – what? He needs to work with me because right now in my flag football league, I have 19 touchdowns, only two picks. And I'm th- I'm tossing that. I'm, I'm airing it. Like Eric Cocker says, I'm airing that you-know-what out. So That you-know-what. Chris Telerico says Lynch has a type of quarterback and an exciting quor- uh, black quarterback, isn't it? That's why they won't go after Lamar. Whew. I don't think Lynch has much say of the quarterback like that. It's going to be all Kyle. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I mean, he did play with Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson, so I, so, I see what you mean. But, man, I wouldn't. I don't know that for a fact. 2.0 says, if the Niners think Trey isn't good, you're going to pay him to sit on your bench anyways, and value will only go down. The cap hit doesn't matter at all if he isn't going to play. Might as well deal him now. Sure. I mean, you can make that argument. All I'm saying is I don't think the Niners have the courage of their convictions. They can say they don't think he's good, but I think they're also afraid that they're wrong because they've been wrong so many times. And if they're wrong on this one, it makes it so much worse. I mean, it makes it so much worse. Can't, you can't deal him now either. His value will only go now. I think his value is already peak bottom right now. He's coming off of significant injury, um, and then nothing pretty wild him. But again, <laughs> he's still a mystery. But coming off an injury, so his value, his peak value is like low. Because what was it? His peak value is eventually was what the three first rounds they spent, and now it's like <laughs> everything's all bad right now. So he needs. I to mean, the time. fact the fact that he was the third pick in the draft after not playing for an entire season is something that would only have happened during a pandemic. It was a yeah. quirk. And now it's been three years since he's played. Like I want, I I don't even know what his value is. It's all theoretical. It's all theoretical. All right, give me a surprise quarterback the Niners could add in training camp. As like a worst case. Yeah, this is this is a <laughs> this is something I could see. Like I said, like I was telling you before, is like this is a worst case scenario I could see. I think they could go and sign Matt Ryan, and that's only because 
Train, I know. There's only if, if like one of two, but more so it'd have to align with both. Is if number one, Brock Purdy, you're not coming back in six months. It's going to be seven, eight, nine, or God forbid, the year. Yeah. Or he comes back in six months, and all of a sudden, after a week or two, it's like, what the hell happened? Setback. Some yeah. setback. Exactly. Now shut him down. Yeah. So pretty yeah. much, so pretty much any wild card moment with Brock Purdy. That is that's enough that could probably bring in. No, that's enough that will bring Matt Ryan in. Number two is. What happens if Purdy is derailed or still whatever, such and such, and Trey Lance and Sam Darnold are really underwhelming and the Niners don't feel comfortable with these guys. It's like, oh, my God, I've seen, like, 10 days of practice on top of OTAs. These guys aren't wowing me. We can't wait. Matt Ryan. Why Matt Ryan? We don't have to trade anyone, first of all. We can keep all our assets. Number two, he's going to come cheap. Both still paying him. Number three, he has no right to ask for anything more than 2 or $3 million. Uh, number four, he should be quick to, in, uh, to integrate into the offense. Now I know Matt Ryan is not sexy, and I wouldn't personally would never want to advocate. But I just you don't find Matt Ryan sexy? Wow! No, he's wow. not. Maybe, maybe when he was Matty Ice once upon a time when he was MVP. I only go after MVPs. I don't go for low level talents. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so but yeah, I think look, he was terrible last year. I think no one, the only, the worst quarterback next year outside of Zach Wilson was him. He was bad, but he did have a pretty bad offensive line. He only had two playmakers and Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman. With the Niners, you know, you get a familiar system, better head coach, better offensive line, better talent. That sh- again, same thing we said earlier. It should help uplift everything else. He was sacked 38 times. Um, I doubt he'll see as much like that if he comes in. Um, I just think that's someone who they would add. If, if everything's if something's going awry with Purdy or Lance and or Darnold or underwhelming, it's like we don't feel good about both of these guys or all three. Matt Ryan, what's good? Here's two and a half million plus incentives. I'm surprised they didn't do that already. It seems like something Kyle would do, but at the same time, you wonder what their relationship's like after losing that Super Bowl. I feel like they kind of pointed the finger at each other a little bit afterward, and I wonder if there's bad blood. But, yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan, it's like, what are your options? Retire or take $2 million to, like, practice with the 49ers? Maybe his pride will say, I'd rather retire. Uh, I don't know. It seems like Kyle Shanahan wants to – I think he wants to prove something with Sam Darnold, man. I, I I could be wrong. I've covered Kyle for a while. I haven't spent like a lot of time with him like off the record or anything, but he just seems like the kind of guy who thinks he can make it work with Sam Darnold. Like he's that self-confident. And you know, is that a bad thing? I mean, Jim Harbaugh felt the same. Jim Harbaugh was like the only guy who saw it with Alex Smith. He was like, nah, 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 nah. The guy's been totally mismanaged. He's 27 years old. I'm a good coach. I can make this work. I don't. Not that many coaches would have wanted to even try that. The fact that Kyle thinks he can do the same thing with Darnold is commendable. I just am a little. I'm a little curious that he can make it work, as opposed to someone like Matt Ryan. It's like you don't have to. You don't have to build up Matt Ryan's confidence. Like he's. He's. You already did it. You already proved it with Matt. You know. It's like. And how old is he? He's like the same age John Elway was when he won a Super Bowl with your dad. So maybe maybe you should be looking for Cougars in the quarterback market. Man, maybe you should be looking who's, for who's the Cougars. Who's that in the quarterback market, in the open market? Matt Ryan. <laughs> You're Cougar. Matt Ryan you said that. he's not sexy, though. No, he's he's not. He, he's qualifies as like, oh, my God. Which like, quarterbacks do you consider sexy, Jose? What are you talking about? Like an actual? Oh, obviously Mahomes and all those guys. Come on, like you serious right now? I'm talking oh, about gameplay. Pencil. I'm not talking about looks. Oh, okay, all right. Sorry, I thought you were talking about looks. No, looks. Who looks good? Jalen Hurts is handsome. <laughs> He's handsome as hell. Who else? Is he? 
Yeah, guys can call guys handsome. Nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, I don't, I don't care. Jose's an extremely handsome, man. Look at him. Look at him. Use that as my uh, Tinder profile. Monsa, you have one? Of course. No. Monsa Torres says every quarterback that's a Kyle pick uh, all have big arms. Purdy, just a middling arm. Kyle plans to start Trey and anticipate success, just my opinion. His who's, dad who's did pick Jay pick Cutler. Than, uh, His dad picked Jay Beathard? Cutler. That got a cannon. CJ Beathard. Cannon! Mullins? Well, Mullins was a. Uh... Hmm. When they picked Purdy, they thought they were picking Mullins 2.0. He surprised them with his athleticism. Mullins can't run around like that. But I still think Kyle's like, man, dude, it wasn't Purdy. It was me. And if Purdy could do that, then so can Sam Darnold. That's my understanding of Kyle's psyche. That was probably just a scouting pick, too. Because Kyle's not worried about someone who's going to be a last pick. We already know that. He hates He hates the draft. I think this, this is why they're drafting. They're, they're sending the first. They had no problem sending the first. Every time. What is it, two years in a row now? He's been a post-draft presser. He's like, whoa, what'd you think? Someone always asks him, what'd you think of this draft? Oh, I'm just happy I don't have to spend two months looking at the film again. Ha ha, I don't have to worry about it until next year. And that's right. Like, Jesus, dude, it's part of your job. Maybe that's why they trade away their top picks so that Kyle doesn't make the picks. It's like, dude, you suck at picking. Unless it's Nick Bosa, you suck at picking first and second mm-hmm. round picks. So you know what? We're going to trade him away. We'll, we'll trade him for vets, and you can pick which vet we take. It could be Christian McCaffrey. But from now on, we're just going to let the – the scouts pick the players. Thanks. This is Kyle. why I think they misevaluated Lance. If, if if it is looking that way, like it's gonna like he's gonna be on the way out. It's like he probably yeah, Kyle, Kyle watched. Yeah, he watched like and just <laughs> absolutely. Said, I can work with that. He's not gonna take much long, and they just completely overvaluated. And that's same with Ty like, Davis Price. Anymore. Same with Ty Davis Price. He watched like that one game against Florida. He's like, boom. That's all I need. He's like, dude. So you, many players, man. It's like it's like it's like what Al Davis should do: sign someone, sign someone who's good in the Super Bowl, and sign him to a lucrative deal. Matsutore says Kyle wants to prove something. Totally agree. Yeah, I think it would. He'd rather win with Sam Darnold than Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? My dad's over here making faces. Oh yeah, that's right. I know where my dad is. You don't know where we're at. Secret location in Montana. Poopy. Poopy Pants says, does, does Darnold really have a 1-6-6, 10-yard split? I want to know what Trey's time is. He isn't slow, but also doesn't really look quick at all. That is correct with Darnold. He doesn't seem like he has that initial burst that Purdy has. Uh, I think Trey does have a good initial burst. It seems tough to sack Trey. I would like to know. But no, they wouldn't drop him back enough. Yeah, good point. All right, that's the show. I'm going to go get some lunch. What are you eating for lunch? In Canada? Yeah. Get some poutine. Uh, I'm going to go to the gym. I need to get big. I'm tiny. Nice. What are you benching these days? I'm not benching today. We got leg day, man. Why? We can't skip leg day. All right? We can't be looking like... We can't be... What's it called? What do you say? We can't be looking like flamingos out here. We're just like skinny legs and just big ass body on top. You know what I started recently doing? I put the um, the bench underneath me so I, go, so I know I'm going low enough on the squats. And it's really helped because I feel like I didn't... I wasn't going low enough before. I had like a yeah. mental thing. And now I know where it is. So that's really helped. Um, also, I did power cleans for like the first time since like freshman year of high school yesterday. It was fun. You ever do power cleans? Do you, what do you do? Do you do deadlifts? I, I always hurt my back on deadlifts, so I'm not trying. I don't want to do this anymore. I well, because I don't like deadlifts anymore either. Well, I don't I, like I them. deadlifts because ever since like I pulled my hammy hella bad a year ago, it's like if I work out too much, it just goes like it, I'm cooked. I have the canitas hamstring that we have. <laughs> It's that bad, dude. If I can't work, I had to stretch and do everything. So any like any too intense, 
Like it just gets pulled. I'm like, dude, it just, things just falls apart. So yeah, doing that, I don't, I don't really do those anymore. Everything I just do is just squats, just uh, what's it called? What I, leg press, like all those leg other press. ones like that. Split lunges, hell those things. So I like split lunges where you go to the side and go back. That that really gets you in different places. Anyway, yeah, thanks for thanks for watching, everyone. I'm gonna go get lunch. Jose's gonna go lift weights because he's a very handsome man. Thank I you just very much. Take pictures, to be honest, and I come back home. Yeah, put it on your uh, Instagram. I tell people like yeah. getting this workout in. And then after I'm recording, I'm like, all right, that was good. Time to go back. So yeah, go me on. too. People at the YMCA just know me as the really handsome man that's extremely fit and cut. That's just how they know me because oh, yeah. that's who I am. Yeah. See you guys. <laughs>